Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Riding the Memory Trail by Landis Wade Two weeks before we took the final emotional step of selling our house of 30 years and transferring the deed to a couple who, we hoped, would do what we had done, turn that house into a home, we had a yard sale. That experience taught us a lesson. And because size does matter when you downsize, we learned what we did not know about the geometry of a house. Fair question. Can anyone really know how much stuff their house can hold until they empty it? In our defense, and in defense of everyone who has lived alongside well-hidden stuff for many years, I submit that the answer is an unmistakable no. How much would you take for that? The man asked. What do you think is reasonable? I responded. He laughed. I laughed. He didn't need the thing. I didn't want the thing, but neither of us wanted to make the first move. We should have known that our home had long doubled as a storage facility, where each room and every closet, nook, and cranny in each room served as individual storage units, and we should have considered the extra storage capacity in each unit like the spaces under the furniture, the spaces in the corners, the spaces on the shelves, the spaces behind the spaces, and, of course, the extra spaces, like the crawl space, the attic space, and the outside storage space. And we should have paid more attention to the rooms once occupied by the non-paying tenants, whom we now call our adult children, and we should have had the foresight to predict that those deadbeats would not reclaim anything from their storage units after they left town. A woman older than my 65 years ran her hand along the top of a solid wood cabinet and looked my way. I see you're selling this for $20. Actually, it's 25 I said. It's the closest thing we have to an antique. What's the least amount you will take? The woman looked around the carport, her hand grazing the top of the piece, trying to appear disinterested. When I cut her a deal, she smiled and clapped her hands, and when I carried the cabinet to her car, I realized that this stuff was now her stuff, and how one day, after she passed on to the great yard sale in the sky, her children would hunt me down for selling it to her. The last customers of the day arrived in a rented pickup truck. Because I was slashing prices, the young woman, with her mother's nod of approval, excitedly talked her fiancé into buying a truck bed full of furniture and tools for their starter home, and I threw in a rug for free. At some point during this bargain-busting bonanza, the woman noticed the three cowboy hats. She giggled as she picked them up. Sooner or later, no doubt about it, stuff adds up. And as difficult as it is to part with stuff whose only value seems to be the memories they evoke, stuff 
has to go. When our children were 8 and 12 years old, we made a trip to Montana, where we spent a few days on a working ranch learning to ride horses. It was on this Wild West family adventure that we bought four cowboy hats, one of which was lost in time before the yard sale. We still have pictures of us posing on horses, all cowboy-like, but those hats were transactional. The kids did not take them to college, and I never wore mine to work. They sat in a corner of our playroom for the next 20 years, bereft of heads that needed them. But still, they held 10-gallon memories, and unlike the trophies, plaques, and certificates that went in the trash bin, the hats deserved a chance in the yard sale. In the free pile, of course. When the fill-to-capacity rented pickup truck pulled away from the curb, it was as if this newly-minted urban cowboy couple had saddled up for the first of many thrilling rides together. Their pure joy at playing cowboy and cowgirl as they did it swept me back to a time to a ranch in Montana. And happily, I thought, our cowboy hats were galloping the memory trail once again, not to be forlorn. And then, as their truck disappeared to the west, I had a daydream. In the dream, a downsizing couple is having a yard sale 30 years in the future. Two newlyweds, greenhorns to be sure, are poking through their stuff. In the free pile, they spot three cowboy hats looking for a new place to call home. Giddy up. Copyright 2023, Landis Wade. Landis Wade writes lighthearted legal thrillers, mysteries, and essays. He is a recovering trial lawyer and host of Charlotte Reader's podcast, where he has conducted more than 500 author interviews. His recent novel, Deadly Declarations, has won 10 awards, including winner in the 2022 American Fiction Awards and the National Indie Excellence Awards in the mystery categories. In 2023, he released the Write Quotes series, eight books on writing that feature inspirational and practical quotes from 500 author interviews in 33 U.S. states and five countries. His essays have appeared in five earlier anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another six-minute story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.